0: I'm going to do my best today to not sneeze or cough or make any sort of disgusting noises into the microphone. My allergies have been a bitch today, Uh, currently breathing through half of my nose, if that makes any sense. Um, But we're here. We're back. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. It is greatly appreciated. Of course, you can continue to be a monthly supporter. There is a link in my Instagram bio, my Twitter bio, um, an anchor link, which will take you to a place where you could become a monthly supporter if you'd like. If not, that is totally fine. Uh, Podcast will always be free or uh, it might just go away forever. We're still figuring that out. But thank you for listening. Uh, I do appreciate it. Uh this is of course pretty much the only sort of fun outlet I have anymore. So I do appreciate uh being able to do it and that people actually listen while I do it. Um I'm sure it would be a lot harder to do if people weren't listening, I guess. <laughs> I guess if you guys stopped listening, I would just do a podcast for myself and Arnold as I just laid in bed, which doesn't sound that bad, actually. But either way, I do, I do appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, quick little water here. Um, we're going to get into some stuff. We're going to do no politics this episode. I feel like it's turning people off. I get weird messages. Some people like it. Some people don't. I get both sides. But I'm also just kind of sick of talking about it too. Some of you guys are sick of hearing about it. Some of you guys are sick of hearing about it. I get that. And um, some of you want more of it. And uh, I'm right in the middle. I I don't fully enjoy... Talking about it, sure, when there's a a landscaping scandal, that's fun. I like talking about that. Um, You know, or Trump gets COVID. We're going to talk about that. But at this point, at least, it seems like things are slowing down. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about how the president... Won't admit he lost and how embarrassing that is. We're going to skip right past it and we're going to talk about some crazy stuff. I've got some good stuff to talk about. So let's get into it. First of all, um, I, I've i got some insane stories to talk to you guys about today. Uh, the first one goes back to June 10th of 1990. This shit... I didn't think it was real. I thought it was just like some weird Twitter meme shit, but it's not. And it it, it just further terrifies me to get on an airplane. If you're not a fan of flying like I am, you're going to love you're going to love this story. Okay, so June 10th, 1990. Miracle of BA flight 5390. As Captain is sucked out of the cockpit, this dude was sitting there, probably sipping some coffee. They they were getting ready to land. Who knows? Probably a long flight. Can't wait to get home. He's just thinking about his bed. Oh, it's going to be so great. As soon as we land this puppy, I'm going straight home. Put on my PJs. Take a hot shower. Oh, it's going to be so nice nope instead he got sucked out of the cockpit now apparently there was a third pilot is it a pilot or was it a crew member cabin crew quick thinking cabin crew saved captain tim lancaster's life when a faulty window window when a faulty window blew out at 17300 feet okay so I, I'll I think I shared these photos if I didn't share them, I put them on Instagram when I first read the story. I'll repost them on the Speaking of nothing uh, Twitter account. If you want to read the story, I'll share the story. I'll post all this stuff. but the 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 top photo or the photo at the top of the story, and I guess it's just like what just like a still from there's got to be a camera in the cockpit, I would imagine. Um, it's just a dude holding the legs of this pilot as he hangs out of the front window of the cockpit. The photo is absolutely insane. The the other guy who has to land the plane looks fucking terrified. And how could you not be? The fucking window blew out. Now, I'm always worried about some psycho sitting by the emergency exit and like, I don't know, just tugging on it or practicing or what, or being a psycho and being like, that's it. I'm opening up the, the door. We're all getting sucked, sucked out. I'm getting sucked out. You're all coming with me. I'm terrified of that. I'm not assuming a fucking window in the cockpit like the front window is going to just get sucked. I don't even, how does it even, isn't there like pressure keeping it? I don't understand how any of that works. So I'm not going to read the whole story because (laughs) it's just, it's so insane. But this dude, the photo is just incredible. This guy, everyone lived, by the way. Everyone survived. This guy gets sucked out of the window. The crew member sees him getting sucked out and just jumps and grabs his ankles. He's got him by his fucking ankles and just holds him for 20 minutes while this other dude lands the plane. And apparently, they thought he was dead the whole time. This crew dude is like, I'm holding on to this guy's dead body. The only reason he didn't let go of the guy... Was because they were afraid that the body was going to get sucked into the engine. Which, again, quick thinking. These guys are fucking heroes. I do want to scroll through and find out if any of these people still work. (laughs) I mean, could you imagine getting, I guess, that's your one thing though, right? You survive that and then you're like, well, nothing bad could happen to me. There's no way lightning strikes twice. But dude got sucked out of a... Fucking cockpit window. All right, hold on. Let's go through this a little bit. Uh, they left the airport at eleven a.m. Going to towards Spain. Uh, 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 less than fifteen minutes into the flight. It's always right in the beginning, too. That's it, right? It's either right in the beginning. Fifteen minutes is pretty much the beginning, or it, or it's the, it's the takeoff or the landing, man. Once you're up there, it's just like you're just floating. Right? Floating, flying, it's the same thing. Uh, With the plane at 17,300 feet, there was a loud bang in the cockpit, and the windscreen on the captain's side blew out, causing immediate decompression. Sure. Both pilots had loosened their harnesses, and Lancaster was forcefully pulled towards the open window by the rush of air. There's another photo of him just, like, laying on top of the plane. It's so crazy. Also, where did they get that photo? There's cameras everywhere, man. Uh, the whole top half of his body was dragged out of the plane with only his legs remaining inside. Caught. Oh, so he got caught on the flight controls. Woo! I'm just sitting here thinking this crew member was in the right place at the right time. I mean, he probably still was. He, he must have been, uh, I guess, keep reading, Rob. You'll, you'll get the whole story. Oh, now there's... They did like a photo shoot afterwards. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Flight attendant Nigel Ogden on the flight deck at the time quickly grabbed hold of Lancaster's belt while the stricken captain was flung from side to side by power... Could you fucking imagine? You're just fucking... Fl- but Oh my God, Arnold's terrified. I'm getting too loud. Come here, buddy. Could you imagine... Just getting flung side to side. You're hanging out the front of a fucking airplane. Oh, my God. Uh, He began to suffer from frostbite and exhaustion. Sure. Lancaster's head was now banging against the side of the cockpit. (laughs) Leading the clue to the crew to believe he had died. Sure. I mean, you're just getting banged around like that. I'd wear a helmet. Next time I got, a, if I was flying planes after this, helmet every time. Or maybe you just fix the window, but helmet, helmet for sure. Um. Fortunately, they held on to him in fear that his body might get sucked into the plane's engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh given permission for an emergency landed, they landed at Southampton Airport. The pilot was discovered to be alive and was rushed to the hospital. Uh the whole ordeal had lasted twenty-two minutes. Jesus. Uh he was treated for fractures to his right arm, left thumb, and right wrist, as well as frostbite and shock. Remarkably, he returned to work within five months. What the fuck? That dude is a beast. I mean, I'm not getting anywhere near a plane if I get sucked out of a fucking window, let alone flying them again in five months. The All of them, they all returned... Oh wait, hold on. He returned to work after a break but suffered post-traumatic stress and took early retirement. Okay, in 2001, 11 years later. Uh, okay, so here we go. Accident investigators discovered that when the windscreen had been had been refitted to the plane the night before, the wrong bolts had been used to secure it. They were li- they they were little more than half a millimeter too small and had failed under intense air pressure. How do you get the wrong bolts? The engineer working under pressure and without reference to manuals had simply replaced the old bolts with new ones on a like-for-like basis. Oh, these kind of look similar. I'm sure they'll work. That dude, please tell me that guy doesn't have a job anymore. As a result of the incident, windscreens on British Airways planes are now secured by bolts on the inside of the plane rather than the outside. Huh. Smart. Putting them under even less pressure. Fucking crazy. The photos are insane. The whole story is insane. I posted this thing on Twitter when I first read it, and then somebody sent me another crazy fucking airplane story that I'm not even going to get into. But, like, the top... It basically the airplane looked like a fucking convertible. Like something happened. The top of the plane half half of the top of the plane got ripped off, and of course these pilots are fucking superhumans, and the, they landed it. You, and you, there's just a photo of people sitting there with a half torn fucking plane. I mean, look, didn't I mean what's his name there Scully, the dude who landed in the Hudson River. Clearly a hero, incredible pilot, absolute, like, but the, these dudes are on another level. I hope, you know, they like, people were freaking out when fucking, I think a big part of it was because it was New York, everyone, whatever. I'm not shitting on Scully, okay? But that dude got like the full treatment. He got like a book deal. They, I remember they brought, it was like a whole thing at the Super Bowl. He's on every TV show. I hope these guys got some sort sort of treatment there is like a, uh, a it looks like they got some sort of photo shoot but find the story. the photos are insane again again the best fucking photo is the and I'm only laughing because obviously everyone survived but the the there's just the guy's face who's holding the dude by the ankles. And then the guy's face who's trying to fucking land the plane. It's so crazy. And then just all the people that are on that flight that have no idea what's going on. Could you imagine? I'm sure fucking Nigel probably didn't think to close the cockpit, the cockpit door. Some guy gets up to go to the bathroom and he just sees a fucking pilot hanging out the window. No, you're just back there. Watching whatever movie they made you watch, because it's the '90s, and there weren't TV screens and the headrests. Oh boy, fantastic story! Please go check that one out. Um, just, I mean, one of the one of the best. Uh, well, <laughs> what else we got? Um, oh, this is one. I didn't really read the story. I just saved it because it was ridiculous. Uh, The headline is... Satellite imagery suggests North Korea might be training dolphins for military purposes. (laughs) I just saw that and clicked save. Fuck it. Let's just at least see what the... First of all, before we even read it, let's just think... For military purposes, what... What are dolphins gonna do? I don't. Are you gonna strap a, a gun to its head? Are they gonna uh, just a, a bite people? Okay. The United States Naval Institute reports that the newly released satellite imagery, which was acquired through Shadow Break Intel, whatever the fuck sketchy thing that is features what could be dolphin pens. The evidence points towards such a program existing as far back as 2015. Uh, 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 The United States launched... Okay, no one cares. The Russian Navy followed suit with bases in the Arctic, Black Sea, where... Oh, come on now. Let's get to the part where there's fucking... There is the possibility that the suspected... Marine mammal pens could be a fish farm of sorts, but the imagery isn't similar to other fish farms. Okay. The size of the pens also suggests that they would be used for bottlenose dolphins, with ones used by the Russian and American... What? Okay. I guess you could, what, strap a GoPro on it? Get some intel? This story sucks. Hold on. Hold on, we got a link here. Northkoreannews.org. dot org. I'm sure I won't get flagged for going to this website. Um, Kim Jong Un brings dolphins. Okay, All right. well, last week there there's just photos of fucking the ch- tiny little man at a fucking water park. I was ready for like some crazy North Korean shit where they're just like, I mean, I could see them just like strapping fucking bombs to these dolphins, but it'd be way cooler if they like put like a grenade launcher on their head. I don't know. (laughs) I got excited by that headline. This is kind of a dud. That's unfortunate. That's okay though. (laughs) I'm glad. Hopefully they're not. Those poor dolphins. I love me some dolphins. Some whales, all that stuff makes me sad. If you want, to, if you want to watch an incredible documentary, watch The Cove. It's very depressing, but it's very, it's it's extremely interesting. Um, and there's like a group of people that like sneak into like this cove. I believe it's not. I don't think it's Korea. I think it's in China, somewhere in China, where they basically use this cove to like trap dolphins, and they just fucking murder all of them and then sell them the meat to schools so, you know children are just eating dolphin they don't know it it's it's a whole thing but this like group of people somehow get to china and get to this cove and like sneak in at night and like they like hire these like dudes who work for like s- some movie company and they build these like fake looking rocks that are cameras it's fu- and they they have to like sneak in And, like, dive underwater and, like, hide these, like, rock cameras to get footage of the cove. Because nobody will... It's fucking crazy. I think it's on Amazon or something. I think I saw it on there. Or just rent it on YouTube or something. I rented a really good movie on YouTube last weekend called Shithouse. Which, I mean, if that doesn't already sell you on the movie, I don't know what will. But... Um, first time director, this young kid, the story's super cool. He like got on Twitter and just like shot a message over to, uh, Jay Duplass, who is part of the Duplass brothers. Um, they've done a bunch of movies and TV shows and stuff. I'm sure if you're into... A lot of like those like sad indie movies. you probably have seen some of their stuff. But this kid made like a short film that was based around what became this this feature movie and uh, he just shot it over to, I believe it was Jay Duplass, on Twitter and was just like, "I bet you won't watch my movie." And the dude watched it and loved it and then helped him get this like full feature made. And, you know, it's very much just a, like, college young kid love story kind of thing. But it's, like, it takes a very different approach. It's very much a, an original of that type of genre. And it's super funny and interesting. The characters are interesting. If you're looking for a movie, I don't know, watch it. If you want to watch, I just gave you two great options. Dolphin Murder or indie I, I can't I don't, it's not a rom-com, but it's interesting the writing is really interesting anyway we've got some more stuff to talk about here <laughs> um okay, what else we got really bummed there aren't just like killer dolphins out there one day one day we'll have Korean killer dolphins right? Um all right, what else we got here? Um here's a good one. A new Japanese invention aimed at single men Oh god, hold on. Wait, I read that wrong. Okay. <laughs> a new Japanese invention aimed at single men s- simulates holding This is written really weird. Okay. Basically, this company in Japan created a hand It's just a hand. It's a robotic hand for holding. It looks... It's like... Obviously, there's like... Some... Why can't I see a picture of it? What is going on? There's like... Oh, there's a video. Oh, God. Let's turn that down. There's obviously like a little bit of like a a chunk at the top there. That's like all of the mechanics. But it's basically... A robotic hand that you just hold it like latches onto you. It looks like almost like a purse. I can't tell for sure, but my favorite. (laughs) Okay. A new Japanese invention aimed at single men simulates holding a woman's hand. The prototype squeezes your palm as you stroll and even secretes small amounts of moisture to imitate sweat. My favorite part of this whole thing is, And I'll share. I'll find. I'll post the video too again on the Twitter if you want to check out the the uh, my the video. My favorite part of this whole thing is the first line of the story is "Take a long walk on the beach with your robot hand." (laughs) First of all, doesn't that seem a little dangerous? Do you want to be near water when you're holding when you're gripping a robot hand? I can't imagine water, They sure, it secretes whatever to simulate <laughs> sweat, a little bit of moisture, but I would imagine if you're walking on the beach and you trip and fall or someone shoves you in the ocean, I mean, that's it. Lights out. That thing's going to shock you to death, I would imagine. So maybe don't, maybe go on the boardwalk. Maybe don't walk near a giant body of water With your robot hand. Um, Also, you know no dude is going to buy this robot hand and be like, yeah, no, I just want to hold hands with it. That hand is going to be doing some freaky stuff immediately. (laughs) Maybe this could be something that Paradise Adult Boutique starts selling. Rob, if you're listening, I'll I'll find whatever company this is. I'm going to need you to buy... A Japanese robot hand. Just for scientific purposes. I'll just I'll I'll give a full re- review of the hand holding. It's been a long time. I used to get boxes of stuff from Paradise Adult Boutique. And we would review stuff. <laughs> it's been a while. But um yeah. Hey, Paradise Adult Boutique. Get me a, a Japanese robot hand. <laughs> I mean, look, I get it. There's got to be some sort of dopamine rush from having a hand to hold, right? I don't know. Have you ever seen those, like, I forget what channel it would be on. It would be, like, on A&E, or probably A&E, actually, where those, like, dudes would just, like, have relationships with, like, mannequins basically they would be more like functional i guess <coughs> oh god oh my god Ooh, sorry i tried my best 26 minutes in oh god <clears throat> whoo all right sorry They would have like these like full on relationships. There was like I remember one dude who would like change their outfits and, you know, do like a full interview with like this mannequin sitting next to him. And he would like talk to her and like laugh at shit. And it seemed a little creepy, but like the dude seemed happy. So you're just like, okay, man, marry your fucking mannequin doll. I understand that more. Who just wants a hand? I mean, it's just the, the 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 whole the feeling, the holding, the the squeezing maybe. Again, the squeezing. If you think they're only going to use the squeezing feature to to hold hands, you're out of your fucking mind. Maybe that's how they sell this thing. They go, no, it's for hand holding, but it also comes with a bottle of lube. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'll share the story on the uh, Speaking of Nothing Twitter if you want to check it out. I posted the video on my Instagram a while ago. Um, It looks absolutely terrifying. Just so many wires. And then just like it looks like it's got a glove on. It's creepy. But hey, Rob... If Paradise Still Boutique can get your hands on one, let me know. Um, All right, last one we're going to go to real quick here. I've got some audio I want to play. And then we will discuss what we hear because this shit was wild. Oh, really quick, can I just say how annoying fucking new Twitter is? I mean, I just absolutely love Twitter. It's a shitstorm, but it's my shitstorm. I've been on Twitter for like 11 years. Almost 12 years. It's really the only social media I like. It's the only one I really post anything on. I mean, I'll share stuff like in stories on Instagram, but like I'm not like posting shit. It's just such a bummer because now it just looks like Instagram. There's like stories and it's just cluttered and... It's a real bummer. I've complained on Twitter because that's what you go to Twitter to do. Hopefully, more people will complain. Just a side note: I'm I'm upset that Twitter sucks. Um, all right, let's get this audio um, because this shit is also crazy. Uh, uh, uh. Again, sort of prepared, almost prepared. Okay.
1: From his hospital bed in Washington State, Michael Nepensky relived what he could remember. I was just taking really small steps, because I couldn't see anything. He was snowshoeing Mount Rainier when he was caught in blizzard conditions. Hiking, he says, helped him overcome drug addiction. This time, it nearly killed him. Nepensky was unconscious as Navy helicopter pilots spotted him. The 45-year-old arrived at Harborview Medical Center in Seattle right as his heart stopped. CPR was performed for 45 minutes, no response. His temperature was 30 degrees below normal, and that sent his body into a kind of hibernation. So it buys you more time. Doctors put him on the ECMO machine, which functions as both the lungs and the heart, putting oxygen in the blood and taking carbon dioxide out. We finally got to a point where we felt like we could shock his heart out of that dangerous rhythm back into a normal one. And it worked. Two days later, ICU nurse Whitney Holin called out to him.
2: And he opened his eyes. And I said, Michael, are you with me? And he like turned and looked at me and nodded his head and gave me a big smile.
1: What are you thinking listening to this? I love all of it. Just amazing. His prognosis is great. His gratitude is even greater. David Begno, CBS News, New York.
0: Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. And we're not going to get into all of it. But first of all, dude was a drug addict. Clearly, they didn't say what drugs. I gotta look at him. I have a pretty good idea of what drugs, um, and I'm assuming the good ones, like the real good ones, the fun ones, the ones that almost that should kill you. Those kind, needles probably. He looks like that kind of guy. But hey, good for him. Dude got sober, replaced snorting heroin to hiking mountains. Awesome. First of all, the dude's heart stopped for 45 minutes. If you don't think him doing copious amounts of drugs didn't help his body in some way, you're fucking out of your mind. Drug addicts don't fucking die. Even if you stop doing drugs, if you were a drug addict, you just fucking, your body just learns, <laughs> just adapts. Your body's just like, all right, so the heart's not working. It's been about 45 minutes. We're going to figure it out. Uh, I'm sure also the fact that he was like, what they say, like 30 degrees or whatever, his body temper- temperature was super low. That's like a big part of it. But doesn't your brain just like stop fucking working? Like your heart's not pumping There's no blood going to your brain. That's it. Isn't like usually it's like a few minutes of that and then you're done. It's fucking curtains. This dude had no. I I know they eventually hooked him up to the machines or whatever, which is also crazy. Because eventually we're just going to get those machines to be like the size of a fucking toothpick or whatever. And we'll just everyone will just live forever. (coughs) <coughs> oh, boy. Sorry. But what the fuck, man? 45 minutes. Dude was l- dead. The dude was dead for 45 minutes. And he's in that, that that video that I just played you. He's in the video. Fucking smiling. He was talking at the end. He looked totally normal. Like, nothing. Like, he didn't fucking... Like, he wasn't dead for 45 minutes. Um... I remember talking about a different story on the podcast where they were working on some sort of drug or some sort of IV that they, like, shoot into you that they were going to use for, like, EMTs were going to use to, like, lower your body temperature while you were on your way to the emergency room because that's, like, the key. That also makes me think that you could fucking freeze people and bring them back to life in, like, a 100 years. So let's figure that shit out. Cause I wouldn't mind fucking, you know. You just put me on ice until this whole COVID thing's over. Um, but how fuck? How does that work? Forty-five minutes, you're just dead, and then nope, we're just gonna quick little zap, shock that heart back into in, into pumping like a normal heart, and you're good. That's it, man. Obviously I know it's like 1 in a million or 1 in a billion or whatever. The guy's very lucky. But it's just so fucking crazy. And again, temperature, man. The body is so fucking crazy. We're basically like like anything else. You know, you want to you got like a a chunk of meat, you got to fucking put it on ice. We're just a chunk of meat. <laughs> For, I mean, I is it there also I'm pretty sure there's like some place in Scottsdale who like offers to tr- to f- freeze you if you want. I don't know what you would call that. I need to look into that. All right, I'm not going to google it now though. We're we're I think we're good. <laughs> Just if you if you want to check that whole story out too, I'll share the whole thing on the Twitter but I just couldn't fucking believe. 45 minutes. Dude was dead for 40. Because, like, usually you hear stories and they're like, he was clinically dead for four minutes. And you're like, holy shit, four minutes. This guy fucking breaking all the rules. Just shooting heroin. Allegedly. I don't fucking know what he does. And just... I mean, I would love to know if he remembers anything. What happened in those 45 minutes? How are you fucking talking to anyone right now? How does your brain work? So crazy. Um, All right. Um, We got to thank our sponsor, of course. Paradise Adult Boutique. Continuing to support the podcast. Uh, I believe, unfortunately... Next month is the last month. I think Paradise Adult, Adult Boutique is going to be open for another year, but they're going to be ramping down, and it's kind of this. This is like the end of things. So the sponsorship is ending, I believe, at the beginning of next year, which is a bummer. But so thankful for all they've done, and they're still a sponsor right now. And what? Uh, you know, maybe keep your eye on things, they might have some sort of blowout sale, who knows? So, make sure you keep your eye on that. But thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique, for uh, sponsoring the podcast. They are open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Make sure you have your mask, they're over at 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. You could follow them on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. And uh, maybe shoot him a message and let him know that you're also looking for a robot hand. <laughs> Just for hand-holding, obviously. Just for some companionship. Look, these are hard times. Getting pretty lonely in this apartment. That vaccine, though, on the way, though, right? Okay, hold on. Before we get into that. Thank you, Paradisional Boutique. Um... It is greatly appreciated. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Support the people that support the podcast. Paradise Adult Boutique at one thirty West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Get your mask and head on over there and get and uh, you know get yourself something fun. Um, but yes, a little lonely. Kind of excited about this vaccine possibility. Don't get me wrong. Zero chance. I take that first batch, but I will take it for sure um they're going to give it to healthcare workers they're going to give it to old people uh hopefully they're going to give it to uh you know first responders and you know police and and firefighters and EMTs all those people and then um essential workers we want to make sure we take care of them hopefully uh they 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 all get everything before people like me who just hide in their apartment and do a podcast um I did read a few things about it that were a little, a little wor- uh, troublesome. Um, it's see, and again, I'm just this is all just off of Twitter, <laughs> so don't quote me on any of this. But I did read some stuff. Apparently, you're gonna have to take two doses of the vaccine, and it takes like six weeks for it to even start working, which is kind of a bummer because. I mean, people are going to get that shot, and then they're just going to start kissing people on the mouth. I guess the whoever's administering the shot will tell them, but good luck. I guess, I don't know, just wear your mask, do the best you can. I guess you get the first shot, you feel like shit for like a day or two, and then six weeks later or whatever it is, you get another one. And then six weeks after that is when it when the vaccine apparently starts to work. So, I don't know. The whole thing seems wild. I watched this video <laughs> on Twitter of this girl who was, like, worried about, and whatever, sh- microchipping the vaccine and, like, being forced to take it. The video is hilarious. Um... The best part is that she literally filmed the video about wor- about how she's worried about being tracked with, I would assume, her iPhone <laughs> or Android that is tracking her. But we don't even need to get into that. Um, but it is exciting. I believe it was like this week or last week when the first coronavirus case was reported, which is wild. Um, but yeah, hopefully... We get this vaccine. We uh, keep wearing our masks. And hey, I mean, look, six months to a year from now, things could be totally back to normal. We're close to it. So fingers crossed on that. Um, But uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I got for you. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, I hope you're doing okay out there. And... uh, I will talk to you guys. Yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got for you. Uh, Have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, Be safe with Thanksgiving, of course. Don't kill grandma. Um, If you can, just stay home. Have a Zoom Thanksgiving. I did a Zoom wedding last week. It was actually really fun. (laughs) That seems insane, but it legitimately was. We had a really good time. So there's other ways to celebrate. But either way, eat some stuffing. Uh, you know, that's the best part of Thanksgiving anyway, right? Stuffing? I can't, there's, that's it. Mashed potatoes are good, I guess. But either way, (laughs) enjoy your holiday. Uh, Be safe out there. And uh, I will talk to you guys next week.